Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about preparing your children for college. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how to prepare your children for college. So I'm going to share a couple thoughts here and what triggers this or what's the impetus for this particular one is uh, somebody I know just asked me to coach their 21-year-old daughter uh, as she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life as she's graduating college. And and I thought to myself, and, and the, the thing that triggered this thought is, and she's coming off of my payroll. And I was like, cool, that's awesome that you were able to probably fund college. I don't know the details yet. Um, I'm sure that uh, she may, uh, based on this person, I imagine that uh, her daughter hasn't had to earn a lot of stuff, right? Um, she's able to provide that college education. Maybe her daughter got a scholarship. Uh, but at the end of the day, there hasn't been... She's probably not coming out of college with debt. And the natural progression, years ago, years and years and years ago, the idea was, hey, go and get your high school education and you're going to go get a trade, right? And some probably 50-some years ago, it started turning into, well, you probably need to go and get a college education to be one up on everybody. So people started going in droves to the universities. And over the last 10, maybe 15 years, um, there's really been a huge increase in the cost of uh, higher education uh, colleges and there has been a, a a decrease in the jobs available due to innovation and technology that people are going into so the challenge right now is Society has told children with very little direction. They don't teach our kids about money. They don't teach our kids about credit. They don't teach our kids about investments. They don't teach our kids about anything when it pertains to money in the educational system. So I want you as a parent, and I am already doing this with my (laughs) 20-month-old, my seven-and-a-half-years-old, I want them to be for me as an entrepreneur i want them to be self-sufficient i want them to know that they could go out and earn money regardless of a job right that there are ways that they can um, take care of themselves without relying upon an employer Uh, as a matter of fact they can be the employer because there's always going to be a demand for employees and our educational system is designed for kids for us to be employees. Think about it. Uh, The educational system has not changed in the last 120 years. 
We still sit in classrooms. We still have to raise our hands. We still have to get in lines. Uh, yes, there has to be some level of structure, but even if you look at corporate America right now, there aren't that many cubicles in the innovative companies. They have work spaces that are wide open. They have some desks. They have some beanbag chairs. They probably have hanging chairs from the ceiling. They have a workspace where you could collaborate. They have a because the world is changing around us that they are adapting to the world. However, our educational system, government run, has not adapted. They're still teaching people to be, for lack of a better term, employees. So I'm just a numbers person and kind of a statistics person. And the statistics that I've read and the numbers that I've seen, I put myself through college um, and I graduated in 1999. I waited tables. I paid for my tuition. Uh, as I went along, I had no college debt coming out, and I felt great. But what I paid for my college education is about what I pay for my one-year-old's daycare right now. <laughs> I pay about, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's five figures a year for somebody to watch my kid. But that's what I paid for a college education, albeit it was 20 years ago. Nowadays, children are told that they go to school and the very next thing is to go into college. And the way to do that is through a student loan, right? I don't know that the, I don't know if the work ethic is there or not. I don't know. I don't have kids that age. Um, I just know that a tremendous amount of kids are going into student loan debt simply because they think the very next natural progression is to just go to college. And someone says, hey, we'll give you the money to do so. And I don't know that they are capable of understanding the ramifications of 20 plus thousand dollars a year in room and board and tuition and books that it'll cost to pay that back with interest. Here's the biggest challenge in this statistic. These statistics are that 80% of college graduates today, yes, this is, we're in the hundreds of episodes now, 105, 106, I don't even know where we are, but today, 2019, 2020, coming up, 80% of college graduates do not have a job graduating. Yet, those student loans kick in, and a lot of those kids are ending up where? They're ending up back at home. And this college education, and I don't know about you guys, I know about myself, I got a degree in finance, I went and got a job that I didn't like with my degree. And I was like, man, I, I just spent four years of my life studying this and I just found out I don't like it. See, I didn't have the debt lingering over me, therefore I was able to make a shift and a change. But if I had the debt lingering over me, I may have been miserable for the next 10, 15, 20 years doing something I absolutely did not want to do simply because I didn't run the numbers. See, I wasn't wise enough to run the numbers. I ran the numbers to see if I could pay for it or not, but I didn't run the numbers to say, hey, what if I had taken on a student loan and just kind of like, for lack of a better term, freeloaded for four years knowing I'd have to pay it back at a, a low interest rate. But when you're dealing with a mortgage payment, for a student loan debt and you don't have a job, and a lot of these kids are having to resort to um, Uber 
and Lyft and all these other things, just look at the statistics. The jobs just aren't out there anymore. So I encourage to do what I am doing with my little one this summer. Teach him some entrepreneurial skills. Teach them a lemonade stand. Teach them what it takes to have a successful lemonade stand. And you will have an opportunity to watch them learn and grow and have fun, but they will start developing a skill that they know that they could go out and make money. One of my favorite books, uh, and it's not even really a book, it's just um, uh, Rancic. I can't think of his first name. He's the guy who won the very first Apprentice, Donald Trump's show. Um, if you ever read his book, he became an entrepreneur because he used to go over to his grandmother's house on the weekends and make pancakes for all of her friends. And then they would all leave. But they would all leave a dollar or two underneath the plate. So when he picked up the plates, he got paid. And he was like, this is awesome. So he wanted to go to grandma's a lot. Well, that turned into a love of, well, what else can I do? What other service or product can I create for to make money? And in... He had a couple little odd jobs, and then in high school, he started fixing up older cars. Buy one for $2,000, put 500 bucks into it, sell for 4000 He did 10 cars in high school. Coming out of high school, going into college, he was somewhere in Michigan. He was on a lake. He started cleaning yachts on the summer job. He was making more money than most of his friends did two, three, four, five years out of college. He turned that money into an opportunity to buy an investment property. Now, he went to school, but he was making money during school, and he learned how to make money. Now, he's a very successful businessman with his own television show, with his wife, and all these things. But it all started with some pancakes. He saw an opportunity to make money outside of going and getting a job. And because of that... It sparked an interest in how can I do this? We have so many tools. We have the internet. We have Etsy. We have eBay. We have uh, LetGo. We have uh, so many tools at our disposal to make money. Uh, but yet parents are still saying to kids, don't do what you love doing. How are you going to make money with trading cards? My son right now loves Pokemon cards. And guess what? I show him on Amazon. He's a consumer right now. I was like, if you take care of these Pokemon cards, if you get one of these in a pack that you paid $5 for and you can sell it for $50 on Amazon, you can go and get 10 packs with the opportunity to get more. And your fun gets even more fun because you're paying for your own stuff through the business. You're not being a consumer. You're being a producer. And these little things, these little tiny things, these little seeds of opportunity that you can plant gives them an idea like, hey, I can either put myself through college, I could get myself a, a scholarship, but if they have no clue about what it takes or how much it costs or how much it's going to cost them in time and energy paying off student loan debts afterwards because nobody discussed these things with them, it could be a challenge. And I don't want my kids to have that challenge. And I hope you don't want your kids to have that challenge. But I found that many adults never even looked at it that way. And when I talk to college students coming out of college and they say, man, I wish somebody would told me I had $80,000 worth of debt and I couldn't get a job, I wouldn't have done this. 
I could have gone and made $20,000 a year and gained some experience in something and not had the debt, right? But nobody has these conversations like, hey, you finished high school, you're going to college. And I want it to be a choice for my little ones. I have no expectation that they go or they do not. I want them to do things that they love doing. And if they find something they love doing and they need to go and get an education to do it, by all means, go get it. But I'm going to talk about a book about, uh, that's incredible in my next episode. And it, and it talks about how a whole class of people, how their mindset works. But this class of people tend to be the upper class. So check that out in the next episode. We'll see you soon. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.